Rockin' All Week With You, Season 5, Episode 3. I'm your host, Dan. How y'all doing? I hope all's well. Today in this episode, we are discussing My Cousin the Cheat and me. My Cousin the Cheat, let's see, aired originally October 4th, 1977, written by Walter Kempley, directed by Jerry Paris. Um, two weeks later, Fonselectomy aired October 25th, 1977, a Halloween episode, another one. Marty Nadler is the writer, and uh, Jerry Paris, again, is the director. And let me give you a little... Uh, well, I'm, I'm actually going to try something in this episode, and I'm going to try to keep this episode as succinct as I can. I'm always trying to make the episode shorter and shorter if I can. Um, and I, I always go off on tangents and such. And in this one, I'm going to try to keep it... Uh, Succinct. So let's see how it goes. So, um, Fonzie's big cheat. No, what is my cousin the cheat? And in this one, yeah, it's basically it's it, this is the first episode to feature Chachi, the character we um we uh, know so well at this point in the show that we feel like he's a cousin to us. Wah wah wah. And uh, Chachi is Chachi Inc. Chachi is selling ties out on the street to make money for um, him and his mom. And he uh, is is screwing up at school, and Joni tutors him, and she gets um, test answers. Uh, he gives her he she he he gets test answers from her, so she doesn't know what's happening. And he gets expelled from school, and Fonzie and, and Chachi. There's some Fonzarelli code stuff going on, and it's uh, listen to this, and I'll talk about the episode on the other side. You touch my very soul with that something in your eyes Sink Dan, here we go. I don't really like this episode. Richie mentions at one point uh, that um, you know Richie helped the Fonz out once when the Fonz needed help in school, and we all know how that went. Almost not so great for for Richie. And I think, and I, I wonder when Richie says that, if he's when he says that to you know with Chachi, they're sort of mentioning that whether he's kind of hoping the Fonz will say, "Oh yeah, that went poorly." Or, you know, or, or or are we meant to think fondly back? Are we meant to think nostalgically back to season one when the Fonz was still this kind of tough greaser who we didn't really understand in full who was going back to school and making Richie cheat? And, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. But you, you can make a Joni cheat, help, help having Joni. I mean, okay, the problem is that we've seen... Chachi. I don't think we saw Chachi in the last episode. We saw Chachi for a few minutes at the beginning of Hollywood's Part 1 and 2. And then we saw him for a few minutes at the end of Hollywood Part 3. He's introduced 
as I've said previously, he's introduced as a character that we have known for years. You know that that's a he's got his own catchphrase. He's got he's 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 Fonzie's cousin, so we're meant to know him. I guess sort of in the way we were meant to know that that guy who could flip the coins off his arm in that ridiculous <laughs> episode, and at least at least regardless of what you think of Scott Bayo, he he is an actor. I don't know what that guy with the flipping the, the, he was not an actor. I think MeTV has an article about him. I think he was an actual guy who set a record, and someone put him on the show. Uh, but regardless, the thing with Chachi is that to me, and again, regardless of what you think of the actor who plays him. I think as the seasons go on, and remember that this nine, ten, eleven, we have seven, seven complete seasons to go through, along with um, uh, four episodes and then a half season of Joni Loves Chachi. So we have a lot of time with these characters still. They're not going, they're not going away anytime soon. We got. Yeah, we got all the time. I don't think the, are we had episode 100 yet. I think we're close to. We're in the vicinity of episode 100, right? Because there are 250 episodes. So we got a lot of time left. Now, the thing with Chachi in the first few seasons he's in is Scott Bayo is doing other shows. And so he's not. He's going to be pretty, as I said, he's going to be pretty intermittent in this season and the next one, I think. But then he will become a huge part of the show after uh, Richie is gone. Spoiler Richie and Ralph are gone. Regardless. I say I keep saying that. Is that how I'm keeping it succinct by saying regardless? I don't know. I don't like Chachi in this episode. I didn't like him at the beginning of the season. In and I've already I've already said why in the previous one. But there's something about the there's something about the fact that, I mean, you know when I I think what is is just the repeat of it. The Fonzie, the Fo- the Fonzie Fonzie went back to school in the first season and brought Richie on board to tutor him and help him out and then ended up um, trying to use Richie. Chachi does the same thing, but in the end, Fonzie's like, oh, that ain't, that ain't right, and he, he leaves. And then obviously he comes back later. In this, Chachi uses Joni to get a test, gets himself expelled, and... In the end, it's weird because Chachi doesn't. Chachi doesn't really go to Joni and say, "Hey, Blue Eyes, I'm so sorry I did that. That was horrible of me." Instead, Richie convinces him, "Go to the principal and get him to let you back into school." Hey, I went to the principal and got him to let me back into school. You know, I'm a great salesman. I sold the best thing around myself, and I know that Chachi's younger than the Fonz was. But he he ends up just being a douche in this episode. I, I, can't, I can't say that I enjoy him in this episode. And the problem is the fact that he's Fonzie's cousin and everyone has to sort of give him some deference. Is that a vast deference? No, um, uh, some um, be deferential to him because of that. I mean, apart from when he, um, he, uh, he, he cheats, it's, it's just kind of... I, I don't think it's that well written of an episode and I don't think it's really funny. The problem is that we don't like I said, we don't know Chachi. We will get to know Chachi and we will get to know the character very well. And there will be a time a few seasons down the road, trust me, even if you don't like you know, whatever, it, you you will hopefully like Chachi because he's one of the he will be at one time sort of one of the 
load-bearing characters, as it were, of the show. I mean, they didn't give Joni and Chachi their own sitcom just on a whim. They they gave them their own sitcom. They they their their first episode of Joni and Chachi was number one. The show was number four in the ratings that season. I know there were only four episodes, but but that's still the fact that it went up that high is huge. I mean, that's a it's eighty one, eighty two, right? This is that's a season of Police Squad. Um, the Police Squad actually didn't do as bad as you'd think it would. I mean, I, I think it's because he's the Fonz's cousin, we're meant to sort of immediately warm to him. But that doesn't happen for me in this episode. I, Like I said, I, I think he's a douche. And I think it's a mistake to give him an episode devoted to him when we don't know who he is yet. Have we have we had like an, uh, an Al episode? yet? I mean, how many Potsy episodes have we had? How many Ralph episodes have we had? I know we've had a couple. But how many Joni episodes have we had? How long was it before we had a Joni episode? And and now four episodes after we meet Chachi, we get one? Ridiculous. So, I think I think the episode gets gets bogged down a bit too much in, like, Fonzie's code and Chachi's code and all this nonsense that, um... It was funny because, you know, it's... You know, it's the, I guess the Cunninghams have their way of doing things, and Fonzie has his way of doing things, and Chachi's... I mean, I think Chachi's, you know, like they say, you know, Chachi's dad is dead, uh, but he still has his mom, which is more than the Fonz ever had. Um, and well, it'll be funny as we sort of go along. It's like the Fonz sort of... Regardless of what happens to him, he does have his, his mecha- mechanics. You know, a good auto mechanic is a good thing. <laughs> you know, I know I could never be one. Um, and, and not because, like, hey, I'm not going to get my hands dirty. I'll get my hands dirty. I've actually had my hands in mud right now as we speak. Don't you judge me. But I, I, I just think I'm not, you know, you gotta, you got you, you to be able to look at things in a certain way and see things, that, you know. And I, I know that's not for me. Um, you know, I always, I always wish I was a bit of a plumber. But boy, I, I don't really think I'd be good at that either. You know what you're good at, you know what you're not good at, hopefully after a time. Um, and the the interesting thing here, yeah, is that, you know, they have that weird scene where Richie talks to um, Chachi and they go through, and Chachi's drinking all the milkshakes and Richie goes through all the different sort of dad type attempts at things and they're really pushing that Richie's uh, Richie's taking a psychology class. But, but in that scene, I will say this, however, Richie's wearing a pink shirt I always like a pink shirt and a guy. I think they look good. Anyway, um, yeah, I just, I just think the thing with Chachi will have something that he can latch on to in a few seasons, which the show will sort of abandon really recklessly <laughs> near the end of the penultimate season. Um, but I'm not going to go into that now because that's that's not. Uh, that's not the point of this episode. This episode is about uh, Chachi learning a lesson, and the lesson is something or other, and who knows, you know. And it's got it's it's. I mean, I wonder if it was strange for like the cast who'd been together for, you know. Um, I mean, yeah. This is this is um, the show had been going on for what seventy four, seventy five, seventy six, seventy seven. The show had been going on now for about four years. Most of these cast members have been together with working with each other the whole time, and now suddenly this younger cast member comes in, sort of out of nowhere, just because I guess he was in Blansky's Beauties and Gary Marshall liked him, and they're giving him full episodes to himself. 
which I think is a bit bananas, but what are you going to do? So, so not a, not a favorite episode of mine. Um, uh, and, and, and again, I mean, I guess if, if like when the show started, if like Ralph or Potsy had been given an episode, like if like the fourth or fifth episode of the show of the first season had been a Ralph or Potsy heavy one, I don't think I'd be saying the same thing. I think it's just the fact that the show is so far along and now we have so many characters to introduce a new one who's frankly kind of annoying and to give him the plot line of an episode we saw that was much better in the first season. Eh, I mean, there's some fun stuff. I mean, Al is fun in the episode. He acts kind of goofy throughout. He's fun. and There's a, there's some fun shtick with Mrs. C um, and her yarn and Mr. C with the yarn around his hands. And, and you know, that's about it. That's about it, really. Um, uh, there's there's some fun stuff. There's a good joke with um, uh, uh, is Arthur Fonzarelli here with the truant officer in the beginning in, in Arnold's? Is Arthur Fonzarelli here? Oh, yeah. Let, let, and Al saying, oh, yeah, let me go to his office. And he goes towards the men's room. And uh, the truant officer says, oh, great, he's a men's room attendant. Oh, don't you say that to him, which I liked. And um, there is the Rosa Coletti story that, that Al tells several times. Al is, um, you know, Al dances around in the beginning, but sit him down with a milkshake and he gets introspective, talking about Rosa, who we met back in 34 or 35. And we might get a, um, we might get some resolve on that soon or we might not. Yeah, not an episode I'm uh, thrilled with in the show I, I, I don't think it's the best script and um, it's like everyone's kind of going through the motions and kind of giving over a little bit to the new guy um, but the new guy isn't to me very interesting he will become interesting I think after a time but not here I think this was the wrong episode to put here maybe later in the season but right here you know, after after the big Hollywood beginning, which of course you know is never mentioned again, and then the um uh, and and then the previous episode. Although though Richie does mention Lori Beth, Lori Beth's cheerleader. I didn't realize she was a cheerleader. Um, and he is going out with Lori Beth still. So so that's good and that's important. Um, and Chachi obviously is important to the show. Um, and we hear about his mom and such. But overall. Overall, I, I I just can't I can't say it's a, it's a, it's a great episode. It's it's a it's a thoroughly average episode of the show. Maybe slightly under average. And there are going to be episodes like that. Maybe if this were end of the season or in the next season when Chachi'd been here a while, it would be something. But as it stands, eh, you know, a minute or two of Chachi. You know, like would we talk fonselectomy? Chachi is in that for um. Chachi's in that for like three or four minutes. And um, his scene with Joni, Joni gets some of the best zingers in that episode. So so that's the way he should be right now. He should be a character who comes in, interacts with the others in his own way while they kind of throw their zings out at him. Not like, what's going to happen with Chachi? Is he going to grow up? And it's funny, like, it's like, is he going to grow up to be like the Fonz? What, like a successful guy who's a mechanic who makes his money fixing cars and has a pretty sweet life? Or is he going to, if if the Fonz didn't get that, is he going to end up like that? Well, at this moment, we don't care. So, 
who cares? Uh, so, but we will care again. We will care. So I'll stop right there. Succinct, succinct, succinct. Fonselectomy. It's Halloween. It's um, it's actually October 30th is when it starts, and the Fonz's tonsils are really bad. And the doctor tells him go in the next day, which is Halloween, and uh, we'll have your um, tonsils will be taken off first thing in the morning on All Saints Day. And the Fonz goes in on Halloween. Unfortunately, the only bed available is in a, a room with three kids who are all eight, ten. 40 I, I know I you know I, I um they're they're younger than Chachi uh, and I don't quite know how old Chachi is meant to be I mean if if Jody's meant to be a sophomore in high school then she is 15 maybe 6 15 ish and Chachi is meant to be younger so I, I mean I would put Chachi at like probably 13 maybe which is funny because as the show goes on and Chachi kind of grows and gets taller and bigger than Joni, I think we'll forget that he's like a couple years younger than she is. Or maybe we won't. I'll have to see what happens. But but clearly when you watch the show now, she's about like fifteen and maybe maybe sixteen, but say fifteen. And he's what, thirteen? Something like that. Maybe even slightly younger. But I would say thirteen. So I would I would put him a, a year and a half to two year difference. Um but, but uh yeah, Fonce likes me so he's in there and he's not too happy about it because it's Halloween and everyone's getting ready for the costume big costume party. Woman I love on me. the thing i don't like about this episode because there's quite a bit i like about it is that it has the feeling of a sort of a psa or after school special where the fonz teaches kids that if you have to go in for to have your tonsils out or something like that in the hospital it's going to be okay and and that's the way it definitely starts um the like his his refusal to go into the hospital when he can't speak and he's mouthing words at them and then the way mrs c yells at him and says you're going to the hospital we've seen him do stuff like that before and it's not they they do their best to make it funny when he's leaving and can't speak and he's saying the stuff he always says to them as he's going and they're they're saying what he can't say but it's it's something we've seen we've seen this before the fawn says was it in the previous halloween episode the fawns has said before that he had his tonsils out already so the fact that the character said he had his tonsils out a couple seasons before and now they're very specifically giving him tonsils back so they can do an episode telling kids hey kids don't be scared if you got to have your tonsils out is annoying to me and when he arrives at the hospital the first scene in the hospital with the nurse because he ends up in the, in the war with three kids two two boys two girls and the first scene there, um, before I think before Chachi shows up, and actually Chachi is a welcome relief, um, the first scene with the nurse who can't seem to understand that the Fonz is not a child. It's weird. Every By the end of the episode, every single nurse in the, in the hospital seems to be standing in line to wait to hang out with the Fonz and take care of the Fonz, except for the, the nurse who sort of admits him, who constantly acts like he um he's a little kid i didn't find that particularly funny myself i find it kind of annoying and that opening scene with the kids going crazy and yelling and everything was also really annoying 
when Chachi shows up and calms everyone down, that's a nice Chachi moment. And then um, other appearances later on in the hospital are fun too. The, the tricky th- the tricky thing with the uh, the tiddlywink stuff is fun too there's a tiddlywink scene which is better but the um it it's tricky the the final scene with the kids in the hospital with Fonzie telling them a scary story and the boy is being like okay thanks Fonz and the little girl giving the Fonz a kiss and saying thank you Fonz and and him you know giving her a kiss on the forehead and then you know um um tucking her in and saying guys get get on the covers and stuff like that is really sweet and it's it's i think it's earned it because they are all going to be um woken up awaken um in a few hours to i'm um, to um be operated on you know I, I when i was a kid i i had to go in the hospital several times to have twice to have tubes put in my ears and that was uh that that was actually not going in the night before that was going in at like five in the morning and they check me in and i'd be in the the thing and then they wheel me in knock me out and i'd be home by i'd be home by like two or three in the afternoon but that you know like that was a hell of a 12 hours for like a seven or eight year old especially after my dad died it was just myself and my mom um that was that was very tricky so i understand exactly um i'm going to the hospital and and having that happen i mean it's funny, I almost feel like from watching the episode that the reason why the Fonz is in the room isn't because of a mistake or a shortage of beds, but so that someone, an adult, could be in the room with the kids. That's almost what it seems like to me. And it's weird, like, once I set aside the some of the annoyances in the episode because they do like that nurse and that opening scene with the kids and the opening scene with the Fonz refusing to go I think all sells it it overdoes it overdoes it very like like (laughs) I can sort of see like if you go to the Halloween episode in season 2 and compare it to this like the Halloween episode season 2 has a haunted house with lots of yelling and screaming and stuff like that but the histrionics comedy wise in this are, are far louder However, they are pretty funny in this episode, and and when Ralph and Potsy show up, they're funny, and and the Fonz talking about the Lord Rager is funny, and Joni's scene with Chachi, um, oh look, it's the eighth dwarf, Pushy, is is great, and Aaron Moran is really, um, we, we knew she was funny from early on, but she she's got a sharp line in, in comedy now that I really uh, that I really like, and that she does have. A, one of my favorite moments in the previous episode where they, where Mr. C says, you know, Fonz, you got to talk to Chachi about his problem with cheating and everything like that. You know, you got you got to talk to the kids. You know, they appreciate it. And Richie and, and Joni says something like, "You always yell at me," and he says, "And you know, and I appreciate when I do that or something like that." So this, so this is an interesting episode. Quite a bit of it is, is in this hospital room, with, and all these kids are gonna. Um, I guess they're all gonna get their tonsils out. I mean, there's no, there's no sign that these are all like terminal children. I think they're all there to get their tonsils out, which is weird if that's true because, I, I, I think. I mean, when you're getting your tonsils out, doesn't your voice? When your voice goes like this, it's it's weird. That's that's one of the things that kind of loses me about the episode too is that for the first like five ten minutes it's very intent upon being you know about Fonzie and get his tonsils out but once he gets to the hospital and settles in it it doesn't feel like anything there there's no feeling of um in the morning we go in and get our tonsils removed it's just a feeling of it's almost like a summer camp 
which I guess is fun because you want the kids to sort of forget about what's going on and enjoy themselves. And so I, I, I like that. There is a strange feeling to it that it starts so strong with, I'm losing my voice, and then I completely... He completely loses his voice. But then when he actually gets to the hospital, it's like, hey, you got your voice back. And look, these other three kids who are apparently going to have tonsillectomies too, they all have their voices too. As like, as after a time, you forget exactly what's going on, why they're there. And that's, I guess, is okay. But you think there would be a bit of an element of, we are all in the hospital. It, it does It does end up feeling like they should just... It It, it feels like Fonzie, Fonzie's going to take the little table and chairs in the middle of the room, break them up, start a fire, and they're going to sit around toasting marshmallows or something like that because he tells the scary story and everything. And I mean, it, it is lovely. Like I said, it is lovely at the end when... um. He has them all, you know, get get make sure they're all tucked in and, and relaxed. And um, but then there is the scene too, and I, I don't fully understand this. Where as everyone's getting ready to go to the party, um, the Fon shows up in his hospital gown because he didn't want to be there. He wants to celebrate Halloween. But then the kids show up, and it's so like, what's going on? Why are the kids there? What's 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 happening? And um, and so the Fonz goes back because of that, but um. That's a bit of that's a bit of I, I, I'll be honest. I don't like that bit of plotting. I really think the best, the best thing. I mean, I love Al in his ghost outfit with his big nose sticking out. You know, they really like the middle-aged men in this show. You know, it's like Al. It's all about how big his nose is, and Mister C. They make lots of jokes about his pillow keeps slipping. I'm not wearing a pillow, <laughs> Tubby. Yeah. So, I, I actually think the. The sequence in the middle, where the Fonz um, get, goes back to the Cunningham's home, and the kids come with him, I think is a mistake. I think um, be, because the, the the main reason in the end is like the Richie gives him a rousing speech about how you know you got to go back to the hospital because you know you can get sick at any time. And sorry it ruined Halloween, but you need to be taken care of so you can get better. And again, that's part of the lesson we're learning in the episode. But um, I just, I just think the the way that they treat the hospital room and the Cunningham's living room as if they were two sets, you know, on a soundstage adjoining one another, when they should be some distance, um, is fool foolish to me. I'm I'm not um I'm I'm not a fan of that. That's I guess. I really wish the Fonz had just stayed in... Oh, yes, yes. Okay, there's Mrs. C kind of dressed. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. A regal a regal lady with, with King Henry VIII. But, yeah, I think... I think t- t- To me, the, the yeah, the problems I have with the episode, as I said, are, um, are, are problems, but overall, there's some funny stuff in the episode, and in the end, it's quite charming. Uh, and I like the shenanigans with them in their costumes, because when everyone's in their costumes and getting dressed up and goofing around, they're just having fun. You know, obviously, Fon's being left out of the fun. He doesn't want to be left out of the fun. But I just think that him showing up and then the kids showing up is just like a, what? Kind of thing. I'm not, um... I, I'm, I, it's because it, it's, it's reversed too quickly, I guess, too. You know, like the kids show up. Hey, we got to come with you. Oh, okay, take them back. And okay, Fon's, you don't know when you're going to get sick. You got to take them. Yeah, okay. This is me being less succinct than I should be. But um, this is almost, I think, a great episode. I think it's very funny. I think it's got a lot of great stuff in it. But it's just got these weird missteps here and there. It's funny, I did just, I had the scene playing, and I did check it to see how did the kids get there. Well, they, they sneaked out of the, the hospital, 
but they don't actually say sort of how they got to the Cunningham's place, and they're only they're there for like less than a minute. I um, I think that could have been written better than that. If they had the hospital room, they could have done something with that. Um, in the end, it's an episode I like, not an episode I love. You know, my cousin the cheat is is kind of, to me a, is a dud, um, but this one ha- definitely has its moments. And it's Halloween, so it's a holiday episode. I always like a holiday episode. I just, um, I, I, I just feel like the, um, the, the, the things that were a problem in this episode. Someone, ch- geez, you got Lowell Gans, right? Is is Lowell Gans on the, um, uh, yeah, Lowell Gans is on the. Um, I'm gonna have to check. I mean, you got Lowell Gans, and he's probably some vicinity of Babalu Mandel. I mean, those are two of the, you know, they, those, those two guys wrote some of the funniest scripts of 1980s sort of big Hollywood comedies. They, they surely could have sat down and, and said, like, okay, let's liven this up. Let's not do this. Let's do that. But I'm nitpicking, which is the point of this, this podcast. I, again, my cousin, um, the cheat, thumbs down. Fonts like, fonts like to me, thumbs up most of the way. I think the, the opening scene is overselling it. And I think uh, the opening scene in the hospital is, I, th- I think maybe like the first 10 minutes are overselling it. But from that point on, apart from the, the b- couple of minutes with the Fonz and the kids in there, the rest of it is a lot of fun and it gets better and better as it goes. Although I am wondering, one of the kids seems to have an incredible Hulk mask on. Please tell me that's a Frankenstein mask. I keep seeing it and I keep thinking it's a, um, actually I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I mean, it's a Hulk mask, isn't it? How could it be a Hulk mask? Forgive, forgive me if I'm wrong, but the Hulk was created by Stan Lee and was it Jack Kirby? I forget who who created it, who who exactly. But the Hulk was like 62, right? 62, 63. You know, Marvel Marvel didn't take off. Fantastic Four was the first big one to show up, like 61, and then Ant Man was the next one, and, and Hulk was. 62, I believe. He got his own comic for six issues. Then their distribution troubles with DC, which lasted until 68, caused the Hulk to go into, I think, Tales to Astonish until 68. And that's a great run of comics there. But there was no... um. It's funny if that is the Hulk. It must be a... That can't be the Hulk. I mean, I was going to say, this is before... This is before the Incredible Hulk TV series. So folks would have known the Hulk, I think, from... Saturday mornings from some... I mean, you just knew the Hulk, but that was the Hulk, right? I'm going to stop talking right now. Um, I mean, who else would it be? The big green-faced guy. I mean, it's not Frankenstein monster. Because the Frankenstein monster doesn't... Why is he wearing a Hulk thing? The Hulk wouldn't be... We're, 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 we're in, like, the autumn of... We're, this is Halloween like, 59, right? We're not going to get the Hulk for three years. I'm going to stop talking. This has been... Hi. Sorry, everyone. So next up, let me tell you what's next up. I, I kept it as succinct as I could. You know, you try something new as you go along with podcasts. You don't want to keep it the same way the uh, the entire time. So next up, we have... Oh, we have... Interesting. We have an episode. the episode The Apartment. And then Fonzie, Rock Entrepreneur, Part 1. Interesting. So uh, thank you for listening, everybody. And um, the next episode may be succinct or it may be as long as all the other episodes. Who knows? Thank you for listening. Be good to yourselves. And let me play out with a little bit of this. Woman in the